All right, guys, we know you love the Chargers, but you also probably love saving money, too. And Mercury Insurance can help you with that because Chargers fans save an average of $769 with Mercury. That'll get you great seats for the game and jerseys for the whole family, too. So what are you waiting for? Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com to see how much you could save. It only takes a few minutes to switch, and it could save you a lot of money. Don't wait. Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com. Savings info based on 2019 California Department of Insurance Rate Comparison Profile 38A. Individual savings may vary. All right, guys, welcome to the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. Haven't done this in a while at home. Chargers, 26-11 over the Green Bay Packers. Here with Matt Money-Smith, the voice of the team. Chargers team reporter Haley Elwood. Guys, wow, what a game. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't even that close. You know, the the 11, those eight points on that drive was, you know, the defense keeping everything in front of them, forcing them to run a, a four-minute drive instead of, you know, that Aaron Rodgers specialty, big play, three, you know, whatever, three plays, 75 yards in 90 seconds. So you just credit the defense, you credit the running. I mean, it, it was all facets, right? Mike Badgley making four out of his five field goals. I mean, that's what you hear. All three phases to win a game in the NFL, let alone one against a team that was riding a four-game win streak and uh, coming in 7-1, and one, haven't averaged over 30 in their last four. So uh, it was impressive. I mean, obviously it's the best they've looked all season. Um, specifically, I thought the two lines, the defensive line and the offensive line in particular. Yep. We have not seen that kind of – I mean, they had more rushing yards today than their last four combined. I mean, just to put it in perspective, that's how different it was today, more rushing yards than their previous four games combined. It's unbelievable. And that defensive line also without Justin yeah. Jones and Brandon Meebane. Haley, the offense came out – Super balanced. Co- Coach Lance said he, he wanted balance, he wanted rhythm. He got them both at the beginning. He got them for sure. And I think to kind of just piggyback off Matt's point, the C word complete was thrown around a lot in that locker room. That this really felt like the first complete game that this team has put together in all three phases throughout the season thus far. And so when you look at the impact that the defense made to just keep Aaron Rodgers in check, the impact that the offense had to run the ball time of possession. We talked about it a yep. lot this week. So big. To keep number 12 on the sideline over there. It was huge, and it's a huge win for this team. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Joey Bosa is playing on a different planet the last three games, Money. Yeah, now uh, five and a half. The last three, Melvin Ingram today passes Sean Merriman, um, you know, for career sacks in a, in a Charger uniform. And there's just – I love what Gus did and, and, you know, what Gift did last week with Melvin and you saw him standing up and moving around a lot and you just you were watching Bears offensive linemen and the backs and the tight ends guessing which gap he was coming through and that just left Bosa with a lot of one-on-ones and you saw that today again and I mean you know they each have a sack and a half but man there were a couple where you're talking about fingernails oh my gosh, uh, yeah. away and I think even more than just the sacks and the pressures like to me I'll I'll shove those aside for tackling. And, like, we've seen some issues with this team and tackling when they were losing games. Today you had one missed tackle. It was on Jamal Williams late on that Mm -hmm. touchdown drive. But even that was just kind of like a fluky. It seemed like Thomas Davis slipped a little bit, um, and that's why he was able to get away, which would have been a two-yard game, became a 12-yard game. But, man, I don't think you can say enough about how stout the, the defense was when it came to slowing a guy down right away and then getting helmets to the ball immediately where reinforcements showed up. And it was something that that Anthony Lynn and and Gus had been talking about probably I'd say as much as like four weeks back. They've just been bad at that. And today, I mean, it was a master class. It was brilliant. Um, And I I think, and I don't mean to get long here, but I want to make sure I work it in. 
I thought Jalen Watkins was spectacular. Mm. I thought he was fantastic today. You're going to look at a box score and you're going to see four tackles, but shadowing tight ends, I thought he set the tone with that. When he stoned uh, Aaron Jones on that smoke screen, I think it was their second series. It might have been their first or their second. I think it was their second series. It just set a tone. It's like, that ain't happening today. You check down with the Chiefs all game with Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, and if you do that, we're here, and, and we're bringing some thunder. And I, I thought that's that was very effective, and it really kind of set a tone, I think, for the rest of the game. I think everybody... It was a, like a wake-up call last week. Even though you win, yeah. you didn't win pretty, uh-huh. right? So all three phases had to be kind of held, held in check, accounted for. Michael Badgey comes in, four field goals. That third phase of the game was a big reason why they won too, Haley. It almost looked like, I don't want to say a different team necessarily out there today, but a team that just rallied from the get-go. We talked about, you know, late starts and not dominant and not being able to, to sustain drives and things like that, and they were able to do that. Now, Badgley came up huge for this team, and I think in a way that Melvin Gordon and some other guys on the offense were talking, saying, okay, if we can improve something. Got a little fist bump from Tom Telesco in yeah. here. Um, it's the red zone offense, because obviously you don't want to have to rely on field goals. You want to be able to put points on the board down there, but huge. I mean, huge for this team. Yeah, Badgley's impact was huge, and I think just overall, just a really, really big win and a big boost, especially over these last couple weeks with what they've gone through. First of all, I love this hallway because you don't know what's going to happen. It's well, it just goes fist bumping money. Yeah. Yeah. You, know. But, you know, the two people that well, I just want to mention it before him is, you know, we're Melvin, and, we're Melvin Gordon and, and Austin Eckler. And, mm. you know, we, we talk about Shane Steichen and the game he called, and I'm sure you'll get into that because it was fantastic. But when you can get not one, but both of them into a rhythm. And you've got four yards per carry for Melvin. And we said it last week, you know, when we were coming home, I know we were talking about it on the plane, but you know, the numbers weren't there, but the run was. That that 19-yard run that we saw from Melvin Gordon against Chicago that went for a touchdown, kind of put on display what he's able to do. Oh, yeah. The elusiveness, the, the burst, and then the physicality when he got hit at the five-yard line and carried four bare defenders yeah. into the end zone. And I think, you know, we'll have to ask him, right? But I do think that may have kind of planted a seed. And there was Kerry over there today because he was so decided. That's what Melvin is. Melvin's got a, He's not the Levy and Bell kind of pitter-patter, wait for that thing to open up and then shoot. He sees that gap and he goes and he brings, you know, some serious power with him. And we saw that today. Well, isn't there something to be said about the fact that it's taken him a couple of games to get in that rhythm and feel that better? Because he came in... What week was that? Four, five. Well, it was week, week five. Yeah, because he was he was active for Miami. He didn't, and play. He didn't play. play. So I think I think now you're kind of seeing him catch his stride, and I think it all kind of came together at the perfect moment. Yeah, but with, you know, not to interrupt you, Haley, but yeah. like you know we, you know we asked, and I asked Coach before the game too. I said, you know, just feels like anytime Eckler touches the ball, something great happens. Yeah. And then you look at the box score against the Bears, and you see he only touched it five times. And then you look at today and you see there's those 12 carries. And I think you saw a little bit more of a concerted effort um, by Shane Steichen to say, hey, just give him a series. Just as long as he's going, let him go. And mm-hmm. I think you can see the effectiveness of Eckler. There was a play uh, late in the game. It was when uh, it might have been like not the, you know, forget the victory formation, but not that penultimate drive, but the one right before it where he got hit by Blake Martinez and he carried him like a backpack backwards for three <laughs> yards. And I think it just, it you forget, 
And granted, you know, we live in a world of social media where he's doing one-arm pull-ups while he's reading a book. Yeah. But you, I think, forget because... <laughs> but you can't turn the page when, when you're reading. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think you forget how strong he is and what tremendous balance he has that even though here's a guy who's... 40 yards heavier than he is, doesn't matter. If he's got his leverage, he's going to carry. And I think that just that emboldens an offensive line that got pushed today. Um, it brings confidence into uh, a run game. And uh, and I think you said it there, or you said it, Haley, just, just the balance that they wanted to operate with was there today. And you can see what this offense can look like when they have it. 159-yard rushing as a team. Austin Eckler, 12 for 70. He had 16 touches. And you brought it up. We had five touches? Five last touches week? Yeah. last week. 16. And they're two different styles of running back, too. So it, it keeps you guessing a little bit. And then from a wide receiver perspective, Hunter's been fantastic the last four weeks. Mike Williams gets his first 100-yard game crazy, in the NFL. Right? It, it's hard to believe. He had 11 total touchdowns last year. We're going to talk to Mike in a minute. But uh, I, was, I thought he was going to take that one for six. It looked like it, Money. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's, you know, it, and also just, just think about that play, right? It, it wasn't it's it not only put mike williams over the 100 yard mark but it was a statement making play you know you're up i think they were up what uh 18 at the time you can run the ball you can milk the clock if you don't get a first down it's like hey but you know what we pulled five minutes off the clock steichen's like screw it and you know we like this matchup if it's there take a shot and sure enough philip uncorks it takes a shot and that kind of really changed the game yeah. well that's another thing that i think keenan was asked in there just about what was it like to actually play with a lead for right. once. And it changed. It changed everything. To not have to worry about playing catch-up and to control it and then be able to have that balance and take shots when you can, it's huge. This looked like a different team today mm -hmm. from, from what we've seen. And I think that Tennessee game, the way they came back, the way they should have won that game, yeah. maybe that was going to be the turning point. They had to wait another week to get a win in, uh, in Chicago. Chicago. But now money five AFC West games to go. You have a lot in front of you and it's not like I mean, you're only a couple of games out of this thing. Yeah, it would have been nice to get some help from the Vikings, but they blew it today. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone Kirk, everyone you in like the that? AFC West won yeah. today. <laughs> that, uh, that would have been a big one because then you're within a game with two to play. So now you need a little bit of help. Um, you know, well, you don't. You just sweep them, and that's that's what you got to do. You got to sweep the the Chiefs or, or hope you get a win this week. They get a loss next week, however you want to line it up. But, yeah, that would have been huge. Um, but I think, you know, we've seen it. In moments, and, and it's a team that has been dealing with attrition more than, than I would say probably any other squad in the league. And it's now starting to be relaxed. You know, Hunter Henry's back. That changes everything on offense, especially against the Packers, who have been vulnerable to the tight end all season. The middle of the field has kind of been the soft spot of that defense. So to have someone as capable as Hunter to open that up and to force them to commit a safety or a linebacker there, which kind of opens things up in the run game, and you saw that happen today, um, it was a great matchup for him. Um, in addition... To, and, and you know what? The other thing, too, is just it, it, for people that have a chance, um, and, I'll, and I'll put in a shameless plug for NFL Game Pass right now uh, because you can get your hands on Coach's Film. i got to do a subscribe to that thing. But if you go back and you just watch the blocking from Keenan Allen, I think it speaks volumes for what kind of football player he is. That mm -hmm. here's someone that was leading the league in receptions and yards the first three, four weeks of the season, and the targets have decreased and the production has decreased but man that guy does not take a snap off and you are not running the ball like you do today without that guy blocking the way he blocks he is ruthless i don't there is not a receiver in the league that blocks as good as he does or is as excited to block as he is and, and i think that's something that typically goes unmentioned that, that he really should be commended for because man it is 
it is an art form when you play that position and you're committed to that part of the game. It's similar to what you said with Watkins. It may not show up in the stat sheet three for 40, but his ability to block, his ability to open things up for other guys. And that, I think that's what was kind of puzzling the last month is you got a pro bowler in the backfield. You got a guy in Austin Eckler who's been fantastic this year. You got a, a pro bowl caliber tight end. You got a, a young, big receiver in Mike Williams, and you got a pro bowl wide receiver in Keenan Allen. You got to take advantage of mismatches, of, of matchups, and you did it today. Mm-hmm. Totally did it today. And I think for Keenan, it's that unselfish mentality of just helping the team, and it's awesome to see because people, you know, different guys in that position could act differently. They and do. They do. You know. And to see that today from him was awesome. And I'll also say, you know, don't forget Pro Bowl left tackle. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, it blew me away when I went back and watched that Bear game to, to get ready for the the game this week. Um, just we didn't mention Khalil Mack's name once. I mean, we did not mention his name once when Russell was out there. He leaves with a game. I don't mean to, to take a shot at somebody else, but he leaves the game with a calf string, and the guy gets two stacks and three snaps. And I think you forget what having dominance at that position can do. Um, and you saw it again today. You know, and, and, you know, I think the other thing today, too, is and I don't know if it's just maybe, you know, you, you have to ask him, but if it's a comfort thing. But, man, Phillip today just seemed like he was, he was just kind of more comfortable in his spatial awareness and his drive. You know, he knew without looking, he could feel where the pocket was collapsing, and, and he was stepping into throws. He had one to Hunter on the left sideline. That man was a laser. He mm-hmm. stepped into it, and he threw a freaking BB. Um, and I think you saw a lot of that today. I mean, you know, that throw to Mike Williams for, you know, for 60 yeah. that went for, for 58, and the other one that went for 46, that was just such great um, – you know, just drive on the ball that we saw from Phillip today. And it just seemed like he was more comfortable in that pocket. Tell you what, this team, they're not done yet. No. Not done yet? Oh, no, no, not with, not with all those divisional games left. Um, I think that's probably going to have to be the path. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's going to have to be winning the division. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a handful of teams in the AFC. Uh, you think about the Bills who got another win today. Um, and when you think about those multiple team tiebreakers, it comes down to record against the AFC. And unfortunately, you know, you have some early issues with those games, you know, against the Broncos, um, you know, and, and the losses to the Steelers, you know, ones you'd like to have Tennessee, and those all kind of fall, unfortunately, that category of, of conference losses. So my guess is it's it's laying out there. It's, it's there for him to take, but it's probably going to have to come with, a you know, an, an undefeated record against the division the rest of the way. I'll tell you what, it's good to have money back on the pod. It's it been a little it's been a little bit of time. We're gonna have interviews with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Isaac Rochelle, and then on the other side, Haley and I catch up with ESPN's Eric Williams. Stick around. All right, guys, outside the winning locker room, Chargers beat the Packers 26-11. A big reason why is my guy here on the left, Mike Williams, 111 yards receiving, first 100-yard game in your NFL career, man. You picked a good time for it. For sure. I, I needed it. I was waiting on it for a long time. So this way to come in a big game like this, you know, a great defense and the Packers, you know, it, it was lit. It was. Yeah. It was. And this is a, a good defense. You guys were so balanced offensively, man. I, Hunter, yourself, Keenan, Austin, Melvin, you guys all had big plays today. I think 16 yards at least yeah. each of you guys had it. That's a big key to what you guys need to do moving forward. Yeah, for sure. We, we wanted to come out, move the ball, and stick with what was working. You know, we, we found out a couple running plays that was working today, and we just wanted to stick with it until they stopped it. And they, they really couldn't find an answer for it. So we just wanted to stick to the plays that was working for us and move the ball. It really felt like shades of last year when you guys were clicking, and everybody was getting involved. How dangerous can this offense be? 
when you don't know who's going to get the ball and who's going to score. Yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, we have a lot of offensive threats, and everybody touching the ball. So the defense can't really focus on one player. So I feel like that's huge for this offense just to move the ball around and use all the weapons. You had a 56-yard uh, – I thought you were going to take it to the house, man. Walk me through that one. <laughs> it, it was a shallow route. It was. I, mean, I caught the ball like at, for like five and ran. Yeah, daylight. Like, yeah, daylight. I mean, he undercut it. I caught it with one hand. I just need daylight. I'm just – Put on, the, put on the track shoes. That was the main thing. Let's see how fast I can get down there. That was the main thing. Listen, all three phases were clicking today. The, the defense, when you hold Aaron Rodgers to 134 total yards, that Green Bay offense, it, you're going to win a lot of ball games. And then the money badger coming in with four field goals. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was great to have money badge back. You know, uh, make all the field, field goals. I mean, he probably missed one. But, I mean, it was it was great just to see him out there kicking the ball pretty good. And then the defense, hands off for those uh, guys out there. Stopping Aaron Rodgers, like you said, from moving the ball, it was lit. Were you guys feeding off each other? Could you, like, once the defense was making plays, getting Rodgers off the field, were you guys feeding off that a little oh, yeah, bit? yeah, for sure. It was, I mean, they had the energy. We had the energy. I feel like we played some good complimentary football today, and that, that's what it's going to take to be a great football team in this league. You know, defense got to feed off the offense. Offense got to feed off the defense. And special teams, you know, feed off everybody and uh, bring the energy. When you watch Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram on the sidelines, what are you thinking? The best duo in the league. <laughs> I heard the Packers had one of the best duos in the league, but I feel like we have the best duo in the league, Joy and uh, Mel. I feel like every single play, we, we can get a sack. I mean, those guys coming off the edge, it's amazing to see that. They're having fun, and, I mean, it's tough for defense. It sounds cliche, but all you need is one to get on a streak. You beat the Bears. You beat the Packers. Short week. Raiders, Chiefs, a lot of football in front of this team. What do you guys got to do moving forward just to get on a roll here? Well, right now, we early turnaround. We play on a Thursday. So, right now, it's just recovery. That's the main thing, you know, playing on Sunday and playing again on Thursday. You just got to have a great recovery. Uh, make sure your body is good to go on Thursday and practice. I mean, focus on the opponent, study, and play, play again. Enjoy this one, though, for a few hours, Mike. Really appreciate the time, man. Congrats. Appreciate it. All right. Chargers win 26-11. A very balanced day, Keenan Allen. How you doing, man? Not bad, not bad. I'm going to let you look at these stats, too. When you have yourself, Mike, Hunter, Melvin, Eckler, all have at least a 16-yard play, that's offensive balance, man. That's what you guys have been striving for. Yeah, uh, explosive plays. Uh, just making plays when your opportunity comes up. Um, everybody getting a shot, feel, feel getting everybody a touch. And, uh, you know, it just looks good. Everybody feels great. Yeah, feels good. 21-28, 294. Mike, his first career 100-yard game. He had to feel good for Mike. Career? First Dude. career 100-yard game. Nah. Yes. Career? It's a young career, but still. Mike Will? He had 11 total touchdowns last year. Has not had a 100-yard game till today. Should have been a trivia question. Breaking news. Breaking news. Mike Will went for 100 today. Yep. Alert, 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 alert. <laughs> I love it. That 56-yard. I thought he was going to house that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought he was going to last week too when he – yeah, yeah. The, that first drive, it was like six rushes, seven passes. Phillip got sacked. But that offensive balance, man, what does that mean to uh, to an offense with so many playmakers? It's big. Um, we can run the ball, play action, pass the ball. I'm just going to open up everything for everybody. Yep. And uh, as long as the offensive line can – you know, it starts with them. So, however they want to go, they're going to they gonna take us. Well, that's right. Well, the O-line today, when you when you look at Austin and Eckler, or Austin and Melvin's numbers, rather, 150 yards combined, Melvin four yards a carry, Austin 5.8 a carry. That only opens up things for you guys. Absolutely. Um, just 
snap. That's it. Uh, yeah, Mel's coming back. Got the end zone twice today. So uh, that should put some guys in the box next week. Um, I mean, uh, Austin, 70 yards rushing. Major. That defensive performance. When you hold an Aaron Rodgers-led offense to 184 yards, you guys must have been feeding off of that. Yeah, you're doing something right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this was the best game that we played complimentary football. Just feeding off of each other and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, holding Aaron Rodgers to 11 points is major. All three phases, too. Badgley in the mix. With oh, the four, those four field goals were huge, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, Badge, Badge still, still had me scared, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you want to get seven and not three. Yeah. yeah. When you see Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram each and every week, this stretch that Joey's had has been really almost Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. I'll say it. It's special. Um, just two great players, man. Uh, they kind of work every day ready to go. Um, dominating in practice, they dominate the game. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's easy for them by the time it's in the game because they do it all, all day, six days a week. So um, it's just about being consistent. It's consistent for them and uh, just, just stacking the games. What does this do for you guys from a confidence standpoint, putting two together with two AFC West games to go in the next two weeks? You got Oakland on a short week Thursday. And then we won't even talk about Kansas City because you got to focus on Oakland. But, but two big ones coming up. Yeah, it's going to be major. Um, like you say, conference games, division games. Um, both on the road so it's going to be big man uh, hopefully we can just keep stringing them together stay consistent and um, just keep building appreciate your time man thank you so much thank you I appreciate it well this guy you know stranger to a podcast no doubt half, the, the roadcaster pro and, and the roadcaster pro shout I'm out to roadcaster to pro <laughs> one half of Mike and Ike as coach Stewart walks by what a beast <laughs> what a beast what a beast yeah, you guys I mean, were beasts today I mean coach Stu had the great game plan for special teams Yes, offense showed out, defense showed out, but I was proud of the special teams. What about your co-host? Oh, showed out. <laughs> He's I back. Was, oh, no doubt. And I know he was uh, he was excited to come back and just drill consecutive kicks. Uh, he's a beast. He's a beast. But we knew he'd be a beast. This defense, unbelievable. Your running mates, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Joey's on another level right now. Right. Melvin's right behind him. Right. I mean, they're both balling. Uh, I think defensively we're starting to mesh. I mean, in Despite of all the injuries and uh, issues that we're having with personnel, I think guys are stepping up, playing well. And, I mean, I think it showed today against one of the best teams in the NFL right now. How do you stop an Aaron Rodgers-led offense at holding the 184 yards, Isaac? How do you do it? I think, like I said, I gave the shout-out to Coach Stu. I'll give the shout-out to Coach Bradley um, and Giff Smith. It's like these guys are putting together great game plans, giving us the opportunity to make plays. And then once you have a good game plan, it just comes down to can the players make plays. And then we did, so... Uh, all out, I'm, I'm saying it was a uh, it was a scheme and you know coaching thing. Well, also time of possession when you keep oh, Aaron Rodgers off the field and your offense, the balance that they had today, uh, the ability to run the football. Right. You got Hunter making plays. You got Mike Williams' first hundred yard game. Right. Keenan Allen making plays. When everybody is balanced on that side of the football, man, it makes everybody's job easier. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that time of possession wins games. And like you said, when you have the ball for a long period of time, you give your op- you give your offense the opportunity to uh, be balanced and be productive. They did a great job. I mean, for all those guys, Phil, Mel, Eck, JJ got a little got a little piece of the pie. Um, you know, I'm excited for all of them. Mike Williams, they balled out. We're going to Oakland Thursday. Quick turnaround. Kansas City after that. Early uh, early game this week. What do you got to do to keep this thing going? All it takes was one. Chicago, you got that. Now you get Green Bay. Got to keep stacking them, especially in the division. I think it's it's what I said earlier. You trust your coaching. You trust the game plan. You do everything you can do to get your body back and feeling good. That's a huge part of this. Um, and then past that, you just go out and play and do what you've done all year. Shout out to the Mike and Ike podcast. No doubt. 
give a promote. Yeah, shout out to the Mike and Ike show. Uh, it's a show with Michael Badgley and Isaac Rochelle. No, not the candy. And no, not the candy. But, <laughs> you know, we bring guys in. We get their story. All all different types of people. Uh, tune in for the Chris Cyborg interview coming Tuesday. Oh, what? She, oh, she's a beast. She's a beast. So, yeah, we'll keep on rolling so, with it. we got some good guests coming These out. guys have been having all players, but then Gary V. Gary you got v. Cyborg. And we got, we've got we got another one lined up. Oh, I'll no. tell you after. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Another one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And we need to get DJ Khaled on if you hear this. Another one. <laughs> Isaac, but, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, welcome back with Eric Williams of ESPN. He joins us on the final drive every week. And Eric. Another one. <laughs> two in a row for the Chargers. Yeah, obviously, you know, a good feeling for the players. Players are pretty excited about not only just getting the win, but how they play. You know, I think just it was probably their most complete game of the season where all By three far. phases ding, ding, ding. Uh, were just playing well. <laughs> and so when you have that, you're going to get a result like they did today. Um, and I thought, you know, the fact that they had that game against a team that was thought of as one of the best teams in the NFL kind of says something again about this team that maybe they're not as bad as the record indicated through the first uh, eight games of the year, going three, five, and three and five, and kind of losing some of the games that they did. Um, so all of that, and then I think really, even though the defense played really well, it was really about the offense. Um, you know, a week where you fire the offense coordinator, uh, Shane Steichen takes over, and you're not sure, you know, how it's going to go. I think the fact that they're able to move the ball efficiently both through the air and on the ground, you know, 160 rushing yards. I think that's a season high for them. Um, I think that speaks. Uh, volumes for how they did this week and then maybe what they can do moving forward for the rest of the year. I would agree with that. I think that's huge. And and it just felt like this team really rallied today in all three phases, but particularly on offense, because I think even, even talking to Tracy Wolfson, I had asked her, how does a change at play caller affect a team like this? And she said, I think it just kind of comes down a lot to the morale of the team and and if you get everyone on board or if it's something that drives everyone apart. And yeah. everyone was definitely on board today. The players were saying the offense was feeding off the defense and vice versa. And it felt like that for the first time this mm-hmm. year. All three phases were clicking in a, in a major way. You know, Michael Badgey comes back, four field goals. Needed all those field goals to kind of stay ahead of the Packers for a majority of the game. Mm-hmm. The defense, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, getting Aaron Rodgers. And then just the story, though, is Shane Sykin in the offense, the balance. Coach Lynn preached that the rhythm and balance that this team was lacking. They certainly showed it today. Yeah, it was huge. And Rivers kind of spoke to it. Um, He said that they were in three receivers and a tight end in terms of their formation a lot of the game. And the Packers never adjusted. So they just kept running their stuff. And it it continued to be effective. So, hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, but it's not always going to be like that, and they're going to have to adjust week to week. I think the one thing that you take away from this is, yeah, you got a little bit of a bump because of the change that you made, but what are you going to do beyond next week? You can't fire the offense coordinator every week. How are you going to sustain you got to sustain this the way that you played and make it so it's not just kind of you got a bump because there was a change made or a two week bump. It has to be like you said, a sustained way that you're going to play football. Week in, week out. And, Haley, I think it helps that you got to be alert because in four days mm-hmm. you got to play the Raiders up in Oakland, and it's your second AFC West game. you got five of them in yep. front of you, none bigger than this one in Oakland. Yeah, we were talking before Eric even got here just about, yeah, it's a super happy locker room, but it is a the quickest of quick turnarounds right now. Because, which I think is a good thing, to, to a, both of yes. your points. I think it's a great thing because – 
you can try to sustain what you did Sunday instead mm-hmm. of rest on your laurels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that sense, you you know you'll watch a little bit of tape, but then you're on to the Raiders pretty much tomorrow, basically because you're traveling on Wednesday, so you have a few short days to do this. But yeah, you can ride it, and then you can also turn the page. Let's go. Let's keep doing it. Last game in the black hole. I mean, Last that's game in the black crazy. hole. That is be crazy. Saying that. Um, you know, I, it's talking to a couple of players about that, and they're kind of thinking about that. Oh, yeah, this is going to be the last game there. Um, Thursday night. They Thursday won today, there. too. Yep. They did win. And these teams don't like each other. No. A little spice <laughs> to this now. A lot the, of spice. The, a lot of spice now. <laughs> this will be the last time the Chargers bus can get egged in Oakland. So you got that to look forward to. <laughs> really gonna, this, Can't we're, wait. We're going to cherish this. <laughs> really going to sink in in Oakland on Thursday night. Uh, what would you make of Mike Williams' first 100-yard game? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, you know, three years. It just the way it, he's made so many plays. You, you would think that that would have happened, happened especially because he's a big play guy, a guy that makes plays down the field. Um, I just think it speaks to the fact that maybe he doesn't get as many targets throughout a game as somebody like Keenan Allen would. So not as many opportunities. But the plays that he does make are such huge plays in terms of shifting momentum and putting uh, an offense in position to score. Um, thought he made you know big plays again, um, and still hasn't gotten in the end zone though. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mm. Yeah, eleven yeah. total touchdowns. Came close today on that one. Last year did come close in that one, but still hasn't gotten the end zone yeah. this year. Uh, but made some big plays that affected the game. He's totally proven he's a dynamic threat. I mean, he with the touchdowns he had last year, but just that ability to go up and get the ball. That was why this team drafted him mm-hmm. to make those catches to get those jump balls and he obviously was not healthy fully his rookie season but the last last year and then what he's doing this year just being able to make plays is so is so big for him a lot of a lot of mouths to feed too on this offense mm-hmm. yeah and that that kind of explains why maybe he hasn't done that yet because off. you're trying to get it to so many different people i thought hunter henry had a good game as well i was going to say with mike williams philip describes him as a combination between malcolm floyd and vince jackson because mm-hmm. of the athletic ability but just the ability to high point the ball as well for as malcolm uh but you're right um a lot of mouths to feed but a lot of those guys were involved in the offense Melvin Gordon had his best game. Austin Eckler was still very effective. Mitch and Hunter Henry. Uh, Keenan Allen made some plays here and there that to move the chains, which were important. And we even saw Justin Jackson get out there. He got a couple, and, too. And get a little bit of run. And when you can get all three of those guys going, that's Watch pretty out. dangerous. Well, the three running backs, 34 carries. That's the formula for success, yep. especially when you have an explosive offense the other side led by Aaron Rodgers. Um, but that should be the formula every week, you know, Continue to have that balance, win time of possession, and don't turn the football over. They massively won time of possession massively. today, by the way. 35 minutes to 24 I minutes. I think because we beat it into the ground on these podcasts <laughs> all week long. It's like you go to, go to the stat side, just scroll all the way down to T.O.P. What we got? I haven't cared about a stat more this week than time of possession. It paid off. <laughs> it did pay off. Eric, what do you make of this AFC West now? Everybody won today. Yeah, and so I, I think... Now it's going to come down to those division games where they have five of them left, mm-hmm. uh, starting with Oakland on Thursday and then Kansas City and Mexico City, and I think they have the bye, and then I think they go to Denver. So these next three games I think are going to tell you a lot about what's going to happen within the division. And uh, the Chargers, believe it or not, still have everything in front of them. If, if they can get some of these wins within the division um, and push themselves back up in terms of the, the standing. So some big weeks coming ahead. Starts Thursday night. Starts Thursday night. Last thing for you, Eric. If we were going to trademark a nickname for you, what would it be? 
Um, I think since college, my nickname's been E-Dub, so E-dub. I just kind of keep it simple. E-Dub? E-Dub. We'll, we'll check patents. Yeah, well, it's a capitalization yeah, I might have to talk to Eric Wood a little bit. <laughs> That's accurate. I was purposely avoiding tweeting Money Badger today because I did not want to have to... Uh, yeah, pay. pay up. Yeah, that's uh, royalties involved. Then? Mike with the royalties. <laughs> <laughs> the Mike and Ike podcast. I saw the suit. He had the money badger inside his suit today. Did what he? a guy! Yeah, he did. I have to see. Oh him. yeah, he's coming. Four field goals today. He yeah. came back strong. Guys, that's gonna do it for us. A big thanks to Eric Williams, Matt Money Smith, Isaac Rochelle, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, of course Haley Elwood, and our producers Ben Friedel, Josh Fishman, doing a heck of a Shut job. Up behind the scenes here getting us all set up awesome job today guys and until next time we will see you on playmakers on chargers weekly and the final drive next week eric williams will be here thanks guys we're out